0: Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Mats, and I am your director of fun and games for the evening. If you haven't been able to tell already, I'm a little under the weather, so I don't know how long we're going to be able to do this tonight. Uh, I've got some sort of cold going on. I really have very little voice. Missed Ice Sport Radio last night. There's no way I was missing two shows in a row. I love hanging out with you guys, so I am here, and, uh, Let's see how it goes. What a game that was, huh? Uh, I guess let's start out with some positives. Let's, let's be Gabe Kapler for a minute. Um, after the first goal, Anthony Stolarz's effort was encouraging. He continues to look pretty, pretty good, at least earned. Um, he's earning his time. That's, that's the best thing I can say about Anthony Stolarz right now, is he lights out as he uh, prime Dominic Hossack? No, but for a guy with, I don't know, maybe 600 minutes of, uh, of, of NHL action after tonight, I think maybe he got to 600 tonight. Um, uh, not bad. Not bad at all. Definitely some things to be worked out, but especially in terms of uh, what this team right needs right now, he's given it to them. Uh, you know, that first goal, sure, absolute bummer. Really would love to have that one back, but from there on out, played a hell of a game. Uh, Columbus outplayed the Flyers for long stretches and, you know, can't really, can't really blame Stolars. He kept the minute. He's uh, definitely improved the penalty kill. I'll absolutely say that. The penalty kill, I think, has killed 10 in a row now, so that's good. Um, sure, it's encouraging. Um, hey, Travis Sanheim. Travis Sanheim with a couple of goals to get them within one and then to tie it. Uh, I tweeted after his first one, it would be nice if that was his, uh, if this was his, and he never looked back moment, and then a couple minutes later, he gets the game-tying goal, sends the game to overtime, and then, of course, 10 seconds in, they just shit themselves. They just pull down their pants and shit in the middle of the Wells Fargo center ice. Uh, I need to see it again. I would love, I just, I, I, I. where did Proverov go? Where did he go? Like, uh, Couturier comes over, and he's in the battle, and he loses the battle, but instead of going to, like, where he could defend anybody, he drops to the right-wing corner and just stares into space. I, I have very little explanation for what happened at the end of that game there in overtime. And I was really interested to see if Sanheim would get, a, uh, would get an overtime shift and never, we'll, we'll never find that out. Um, back to the positives. I know I say it start with the positives. Uh, that top line was very good again tonight, and that's where I wanted to open up. I wanted to – we'll get to your stuff in just a second. Like I said, not feeling too great. Don't know how long this is going to go tonight. But I did want to see – Ah, uh, there it is, the shot report. Where are you, shot? I I just would love to know how many times the Flyers missed the net entirely tonight. It's just, it's a plague on this team. They are unable to, they had 11 shots on goal through 40 minutes. Six in the first and five in the second. I don't care if the other team had 100 power plays. That's not enough. You played better than 11 shots on goal and it's because you just refuse to freaking be able to hit the net. Uh, Let's see here. I wanted to see, okay, so Sanheim had three shots. This isn't helping. Uh, You know, we're going to get to your stuff, and I'll get to this later. I didn't say Stollars is the answer. He's just what he's the best for what they have right now For right now he's fine. he's earning more time. Should they go out and get somebody? Yeah, but since that's apparently way too hard to do, we keep hearing how hard trades are. well, he's absolutely their best option right now again, first goal was atrocious, but he kept him in this game. Uh, when you have 11 shots on goal through 40 minutes, that ain't enough. Sandheim basically put the team on his back and Provi fucked us over. Provorov is playing poorly. I just don't, I, I, it's my only, I, I have nothing other than he's bad right now. Uh, he's a good hockey player. I've seen him play well, seen him play well for long stretches. I know he's good, but right now he is a detriment on the ice. Uh, Stolarz looked really good, good for him. A puck move in our own zone uh, was—I think that's atrocious—but I lost the—I uh, lost the comment. Um, yeah, the breakout is just god awful. Everyone but the top line is just not doing anything right now. And even like Couturier you know, missed a wide open net. He had the other goal taken away on the uh, on the offside. Tough luck night for him. He needs to bury that open net goal. Missed missed the net entirely by like a mile on a high slot chance. Um, yeah, you know, He needs to be better in that regard, but at least that line is making things happen. The other lines, if they get to, to the neutral zone and just cancel out the other line, it's a victory right now. We need to sign Panarin. He's going to be expensive, but I would absolutely freaking love it. JVR was a ghost out there. JVR, man, he needs a center. And right now, the Flyers only have one effective center. And uh, there's a left winger already on that line. His name's Claude Giroux, the team's best player. So, I, yeah, JVR needs to make more happen. He can't be stuck on a on a second or third he, on a on a with a center an ineffective center. He, they just need to get anything. Uh, they need to find something right now. Don't care if it's JVR. Don't care if it's Lindblom. But something needs to happen with Nolan Patrick. Nolan Patrick needs to get himself going. He's the center. He needs to make his teammates better. Um, you know, Voracek needs to be a lot better. His turnovers are just, ugh. Every single time. Uh, and I love it. He creates controlled entries. He's good at getting the puck through the neutral zone. He's good at getting the puck over the blue line on his stick. Those are things that you that are very valuable in this league. But shit, man. if It's so predictable. Every single time. He gets to the top of the circles. He hits the breaks. He opens up and looks to find the trailer. Man, if I noticed it, you think everyone in the league hasn't noticed it already, like it's really obvious what you're going to do every single time. You need to take some to the net. You need to go down low across ice sometimes. You need to do something other than what you're doing every single time. It's, there's so many guys on this team just not playing up to their capabilities right now. Yeah, the TOS joke, the uh, the TOS joke with with uh, with Provorov is you know. Elliot is a better goalie. I haven't seen that in a while. I love how people are uh, choosing to blame Provorov or Coots. How about? Uh, yeah, I mean, no, they both. Couture lost the battle, but Provorov could have got to the puck initially, and then once the puck comes loose. He's in no man's land. He he chose to stand still in an area where he is defending nobody. It's three on three. You have to be man on man out there, and he just just floated into the corner, uh, just basically hanging out by himself, staring into space. That's inexcusable. Battles are lost. You know, you can win or lose a battle. Choosing to do nothing. That's what Provorov did. No one is saying Elliott is better than Stolarz when healthy. We're just saying Stollars was not the reason they lost this game. Do I think Elliott is better than Stoli? I don't, because I don't think Elliott can stay healthy. Um, True talent, true, if it was the Brian Elliott we got in December of, you know, if it was Brian Elliott 12 months ago, yeah, I'd be be pretty, pretty pleased uh, with that, but we have to live in the now. The Brian Elliott, who's uh, who currently exists, is going to continue to get hurt because he's 33 and he has core muscle issues. He had a hip injury and then he had an abdominal injury, and then he keeps re-injuring these things. I it, he's not going to be healthy. He is now, in my mind, Michael Neuver. That's I maybe I'm wrong, but I just see a goalie with who depends on athleticism and agility, like, that's the position. Jesus, man, what is more important than your abdomen and your groin and your hip? If that's what he keeps hurting, uh, he's, he, when's he going to be effective again? He's not going to be able to stay healthy. Plenty of no-shows, Wayne Train, Patrick. Uh, expect more from them, Pro, Provorov was brutal. Yeah, there are just too many guys not doing it right now. Way too many guys just not living up to what they could be. Kootz is becoming overrated. I mean, he's a one C in the NHL. That's that's very clear. Um, I you know, Elliot is old with a core muscle injury. Can't really bank on him being the man. No, and if if he gets healthy and you want to come in and bring him back as a tandem with Stoli, that's fine. That's totally cool. Um, he's not going to be able to carry the load. I'll tell you that I know he can't. Um, and now it's just about finding out what Stolars is and. Maybe he's the guy who can get you through until Carter Hart is, you know, what Carter Hart's supposed to be. Um, Stolarz is looking pretty good for a guy with now 600 NHL minutes. That's what he's got. What did he have coming into tonight? Uh, In his career. Not just, you know, that's... Anthony Stolarz. Minutes, yeah, 542, played 60 tonight. So, yeah, that's, you know, he's got 602 NHL minutes under. And did he play the full 60? Did he come off right? 5943. All right, so he played 60 minutes tonight. That's, I mean, yeah, he's as good as you're going to get right now. I don't think the new general manager is going to put up with the last 10 uh With the last 10 seconds, uh, the head coach is back on the hot seat. I think the head coach is on a hot seat. I basically think he's an interim coach. Um, At no point did I think Dave Haxtell was coming back next year. It's just a matter of who, um, who they can get to replace him. You know, the rumor is Quenville doesn't want to coach until after the holidays. That makes sense. He's been running a team since, like, 96 or 97. I believe, um, you know, he wants some time, uh, and he's getting 6 million bucks to sit on his ass right now. If I continue, we reconnected. All right. Yeah. If I was Quenville getting paid 6 million bucks to sit on my ass right now, that's exactly what I'd be doing. Um, I, you know, the coaches is, is what he is. There's a lot of things wrong with this team that aren't the coach though. You all know, I want the coach fired. Fire him tomorrow, fine, I don't care. But there's more wrong than the coach. The videos they put up with the players today were, in fact, hilarious. I I find that stuff hilarious. PK has looked a lot more aggressive about damn time, what took so long. I guess just a lack of options. I guess they figured, shit, man, we're failing at everything else. We might as well just do what Twitter says. Wonder if the contract talks are distracting Provorov. I mean, it's possible, but no excuses. He's playing bad. I don't care what the problem is. I want it to be fixed. Injury, contract, his dog died. I don't give a shit. Go out and play good hockey. That's all. I know he can. I know he's capable of it. If he was Andrew McDonald just standing there looking around like he did on the the second goal tonight, McDonald loses his stick, and instead of going and getting it, Or instead of going to the front of the net and just knocking the guy over, whether it's a penalty or not, because you now have no stick and no way to defend the guy, he just kind of stood there in front of him and created an extra screen and let him tip the puck and put it right into the net. Like, if it was him just doing, if it was McDonald doing nothing, that's just another day. McDonald sucks. Proverov doesn't suck. So the fact that he's playing like shit, no excuses. You're a good hockey player. Play better. Sick of hearing about how JVR is the problem when nobody outside of 11, 14, 28, or 6 tonight uh, are doing anything. No line on the top line is working. Yeah, that's part of the problem with JVR. Listen, you're paying JVR to be a goal scorer. He needs to create some opportunity. You know, he needs to create some of his own shots. He's supposed to be the power forward like Simmons, but a little more skilled, the ability to create his own shot. Um, And he hasn't been able to do that. That said, One of these centers has to make something happen. Um, Patrick, Lawton, put Wheel back in the lineup. I don't care. One of these centers has to do something. Let's just have Novy up in the stands. Uh, Provorov needs a sports shrink. I, I, I don't think that's it. I think he's just playing like shit. Only been one game, but it seems like we finally have an actual coach that can teach uh finally give green light for D to step up. I mean, the D has a green light. Uh they've, you know, fumbled a couple away and Sanheim tends to get a lot more ice time in the third period when the team is trailing. They tend to see him as a defensive or as an offensive specialist. Oh my god, he only played 12:38 tonight? That is fucking criminal. That is uh, uh, as Hagen McDonald sit there playing 20 minutes a piece, sucking, and five minutes each on shorthanded time, so even strength, they played about the same. Or no, they still played, Jesus Christ. I didn't even see this until now. Now I'm furious. 12-38, three shots on goal. That's what I wanted to, okay, let's just look at this here. Konechny, two shots on goal. Couturier, two shots on goal. Drew three shots on goal, so that's two, four, five, two, four, seven of their what? Oh no, I lost the shot count. Uh, the NHL.com website every time. Seven of their twenty-six, so more than a quarter. Yeah, I Jesus. Uh, there's nobody uh, trade Voracek. I'm not against it. Listen. I bag on Voracek, but it's a lot because I just see much. I see so much more potential in him. I see a very good player who could be a great player if he just added elements. It's not even like. It's not even like I'm asking him to do things he can't do. Like, ugh. if he would just, if he were to just add elements to his game that sometimes he flashes and make them more like more regular parts of his game. That power move that he uses to get down low—if you were to use that a little more, if you were to go to the net and look for tips and try to get rebounds, if you were to cut in and shoot from the half wall and shoot off the puck handle more—like just little things that he could add to his game—that I think would make him so much better. But uh, I'm, you can trade Voracek; I'm for it. Fine. Just know that. First of all, you trade Voracek, you're probably looking for a defenseman and pretty much always when a forward gets traded for a defenseman, the team trading the forward uh, loses. Uh, it's it's happened a lot lately. Um, secondly, there's guys in this league who are better than Voracek in terms of right wingers. It's not a long list though. It's not a long list. Uh, I, I get frustrated with Voracek. If you can make a good hockey trade for Voracek, that's what I want. I don't want Futures. I don't want bullshit. I want a good hockey trade with Jake Voracek. Then I'm fine with it. Then absolutely. See ya. Peace. No problem. But there's a lot of ways to lose that deal. Defensive zone clears suck as usual. Yeah, they are. They are really bad at, at uh, breaking the puck out right now. It's just uh they can't. They just freaking can't complete passes, like string together two passes, string together two, man, like, oh my God, and the breakout really is all the way through the neutral zone, like it's at least over half ice, and they turn it over non-stop in that area between their blue line and the and the opponent's blue line. Seth Jones took a penalty to save Drew's life. Uh, Let's all appreciate that for a second. That was huge. I'm like, he would have been – listen, if he connects on that hit, it's a penalty too. Uh, Drew's leaning. It's going to be right to his head. That would have been a penalty. Uh, They call that shit now. It's just – they call it. Um, But for all the times, oh, it's fast out there. You can't make a decision that quick. Get your head up. Listen, I get it too, but the players are good enough – to pull back and not kill somebody when given the opportunity. Uh, Lawton has been invisible lately. Lawton is what he is, man. That's the thing. You move Lawton up in the lineup, suddenly he's not – He's a, he is an amazing fourth liner. He is a really good player to have on a fourth line. And if you were to put two good players next to him on a fourth, like that's the – if Lindblom is on your fourth line – because you legitimately have nine forwards better than him, awesome. That is good. If you have like a Lawton-Limblom-Roffel Raffle 4th line or something like that, that's good. You can make that work. But you can only do so much. Limblom, what, again, a winger can only do so much if his center can't create. If you're playing with Wiese and Letero, you know, and... Lawton up in the lineup, suddenly, oh, yeah, you're not matched up with third and fourth lines. You're matched up with second lines, and it's a little different. Is the JVR contract going to bite us in the ass in the future? Uh, probably not. I mean, it's not that bad of a contract. He's going to score goals. He's not right now. He will. Uh, it's It's fine. Cap keeps going up. Flyers have, like, 30 mil cap space this offseason. It's not going to be that big a deal. I don't think JVR is the problem. I think third-line JVR is the problem, especially with 17. Yeah, that pairing is dumb. I thought there was maybe a way to make it work, but it's just not. Um, it's it's a dumb pairing, him with Simmons. Um, you know, third-line JVR worked in Toronto. You get him his power play time. They still aren't using him on the power play properly, if you ask me. Um Whether I, – I don't love it with Simmons because it's just too much one-dimensional out there. And Patrick hasn't exactly earned any power play time, so it's not like I can push, oh, no, Patrick needs that time. But to me, the ideal power play for this team is obvi- um – I'm going to keep the top the same with Drew. Um Giroux, Goss' Baron Voracek, because that's what it is, um, but I, I would have Patrick down low, and I would have JVR in the slot, and I would move. I would have a lot more movement. I would just have a lot more movement, you know, get the puck behind the net, things like that. Flyers with a chance! Shot wide. Jim Jackson. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Amac plays more than Sanheim and JVR. Well, I mean, most defensemen play more than most forwards, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, the ice time distribution night, still an issue. Uh, so Rick Wilson, while we want to give him credit for some things, still got to tell you, eh, 12 minutes for Travis Sanheim, probably not enough. And that power play, too, it's time to get Sanheim on power play, too. I don't give a shit. Provorov is not good at it. Like, the power play, power play, two has been bad the whole time Provorov's been on it. Uh, he's not good at it. He's got a lot of abilities especially now with him struggling so badly. Cause that's the thing we've heard coaches say in the past power play time is also about rewarding five on five play. You, you earn the power play time by playing well, five on five, your best guy. Yes. You want your best guys out there, but especially, you know, the second unit, like that's why they were so reluctant to drop Jake off for so long. Cause it was like, oh, you know, it's kind of a seniority thing. Um, but, now, with Provorov playing like absolute shit, what better time than now than to put Sanheim on power play two? And with his effort tonight, if he's not there for – when do they play next? Is it Saturday, Sunday they play? Uh, if he's not there for Saturday's game, what what are we doing? What What is the point of what we're doing here? Like, espe- like especially Provorov, what did he – you know, 25 minutes tonight. Like, he, that's the, That's what tells me he can't possibly be hurt. Because if he was hurt, if he was dealing with something, the team would try to protect him a little. You know, play him 21 minutes. Like, just have a little bit better even distribution of the ice time if he was hurt. That's what tells me he's just playing bad, and I'm fine letting him play through it. Because that's what we've always wanted. That's what we kept saying for three years. Hey, just play the young kids and let them play through the bumps now. Well, this is Provorov playing through the bumps, and it sucks, and it really hurts to watch because we've grown attached to him, and after, you know, a solid rookie year and an amazing second year, we really hoped, okay, yeah, breaking out. This is going to be the – he's going to get some Norris votes, you know, in year three, but uh, not the case a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, tip of the hat for Seth Jones' respect. Um, That was was a big – that was very – Flyers have a tough schedule coming up, might be a rough one. We can't even judge it by that because they shit the bed against the worst teams, and, yeah, they've been blown out by some good teams this year. Um, But think about that Tampa game. They come back and score the five goals and all that. Of course, they blow it, but, you know, to get a point when you're down 5-1 is pretty good. Um, Just so inconsistent. Does anyone actually think we will make the playoffs? I mean, look at this; it's totally doable. Uh, from basically this day on, last year is um, when did their the the last game of their losing streak was? I think December fourth last year. So, like, I mean, it's t- still totally doable. It's just a question of what kind of hockey you're playing. I, there's a lot. I'm not worried about the playoffs now because there are so many other things that matter. Um, with this organization, on and off the ice, the playoffs to me, it'll be nice to watch playoff hockey. I just would rather see playoff hockey than not. Um, but they're just an afterthought to me now. There's other things that need to happen. Like Nolan Patrick needs to show that he's some sort of effective. What is? What are you good at, kid? What do you do well? What's your thing? Winning faceoffs ain't enough. Everyone wins faceoffs on this team. Jordan Wheel wins faceoffs. What are you doing real well? You know? Wayne Simmons, what kind of contract are you looking for? Because you're definitely not getting it here. What are you showing the rest of the league? Ivan Proverov, you're looking for you like, every single guy needs – I just need so much more from so many guys. The playoffs are an afterthought. It's not about even taking a step forward as a team. It's about so many individuals taking a step forward. Every OT should start with Drew, Jake, Ghost. Let the other coach plan for your players. I agree with that. Um, you know, they got a little lucky with it last year. I think that tandem of, uh, well, that trio really of of Katorie, and uh, and Provorov ended some games quickly. Uh, had a few. Had a few. It was like two games in a row. I think that went to OT that they won, like in the first shift. Um, but, yeah, you should start with your number one unit, and it's there's no question that Giroux, Vora, Check, and Ghost is your number one uh, three-on-three unit, especially when they're the only line, especially when Giroux was the only guy who could win a shift tonight. I guess you want to get a better matchup for Giroux. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't understand that decision. Um yeah, I I really hate when the coach chases matchups because it's like, I don't know, you're you're letting the other you're letting Tortorello run your bench. I I I hate that. Uh, what site has line made stats? Want to see who JVR played most with past two years, regardless some combo of Matthews, Niel- uh, Marner, Nylander, Kadri, Bozak, Marlow. Um, who do I use? I think it's Natural Stat Trick that I use. Check out that. Check out Natural Stat Trick. Yeah, how much did Limblom play tonight? That's another thing I wanted to check. Oscar Limblom, 438. So, Oscar Limblom is either hurt or... I, I, uh, <laughs> 4.38, 4 minutes and 38 seconds. <clears throat> I, you know, cap space is supposed to go up this off. So yeah, the, I mean, the cap should go up every single year. They got 500, the league got 500 million off of Vegas, and they're going to get 650 million off of Seattle. They got a billion bucks in just franchise fees, nothing else. Nothing else. Forget Gates event, forget everything. A bit Over a billion dollars in franchise fees in a couple of years. The cap should go up every single year. Cap space contracts, it's not nearly as much of a concern as it was. Hextall did a good job of clearing space, and the cap is going to continue to go up. Will it go up at the pace it has? It'll probably hold steady a year or two around... Uh, when the CBA expires and the lockout and everything, uh, that's definitely going to happen. But it shouldn't go down. Um, It'll probably, yeah, hold steady. But cap space, not nearly as big of an issue as it once was. Here's an easy way to see if Patrick is a bust. Put him with Giroux and see if he's still this invisible. Uh, Yeah, that doesn't... That doesn't do it for me for two reasons. One... Some guys, like, he's, he, he might just take a while. You know, that's the thing is think about what – think about how long it took Couturier to break out offensively. Even if, uh, you know, you go to the – what am I doing? I'm thinking of his – it's uh, 2015-16 when he got hurt but still scored at a good clip. Uh Yeah where was it, 15, 16, yeah, when he played 63 games and had 39 points. Um, listen, it's not, he didn't break 40, we all know, but, you know, that was year one, two, three, four, five for him when he actually had, you know, an impactful offensive season. Of course, he gets hurt, and then he gets hurt again in the playoffs, so you don't remember it as well. It's not like, oh, yeah, he broke out then. But think about how long it took for that to happen. I'm not saying it's going to take five years for Patrick, and I'm not saying Patrick's going to be close to Sean Couturier because Sean Couturier has developed into a true 1C in the NHL. Um, But it just might take a while. That said, he's here, and he needs to do something. I'm not absolving him. I'm just – bust is a long-term prediction. Bust is he's never going to be anything. Um, Right now, what I'm saying is he's ineffective, and he needs to get back to playing the way he played on the West Coast trip that's that's the other... I would reunite that line immediately. Uh, go right back to... Um, go right back to uh, Limblom, Patrick, Voracek, because it's the only time the three of them did anything all year. Powerful, penalty kill didn't actually... Uh, <clears throat> let me try again, Nikki. Penalty kill actually didn't look that bad tonight. Power play, on the other hand... Yeah, the power play is shit. They need to roll. They need to roll their lines on the power play. Forget it. No more power play lines. Just you know, throw out Couturier, Konecki, and and Giroux with whatever defensive pair is up, and just roll through. Just roll through. What's the difference? What, what are they going to be worse? I'd have no problem with just in terms of. Me- I would have no problem if Letero, Weese, and Limblom got a power play shift. No. Nah. Wouldn't care. Just in turn, just to piss them off. Maybe it would piss off Jake Voracek. Maybe it would piss off Shane Gostasbear enough that they could go out and do something. Bill, I wanted to buy you a beer at the Tampa game. Turns out I was five rows directly behind you. Uh, next time, Andrew, next time. Uh, we're actually... Okay, this is a good time to plug it. We're going to have a table... Uh, the, it's going to be me and Kelly, me and Kelly, and Ste- it's going to be me and Kelly. Steph might be there, uh, in the flyperbole guys, Steve and Jesus Christ, Steve and Craig. I'm telling it's, I, I, I know their names I'm just a little ill right now. Um, yeah, it's going to be us, uh, Steph. I'm not sure if she's said she's going to be there yet. Uh, definitely or not, but it's definitely going to be me and Kelly and Steve and Craig. Uh, Charlie will probably stop by pregame. Uh, before he has his, you know, press box duties, but it is on um, December 20th. It's a home game against Nashville, so hey, even if you're not all that into, you know, going and seeing the Flyers, you get to go see freaking Nashville, and they're fun to watch, right? Uh, uh, We'll be there, we'll be at the Ed Snyder Youth Hockey Foundation table, uh, you know, promoting their charity and you know, doing, uh, doing BSH stuff. I think there's going to be some trivia, maybe some prizes. We have some shit to hand out, keychains and whatnot. Uh, so definitely come check us out there. And if you see me, Andrew, I'll be accepting a beer. <clears throat> the best worst team in the NHL right now. That's probably a great way to put it. They can look so good in spurts, man. (laughs) Every now and then, they just show you the kind of talent they have, and you go, man, what the fuck? How come they're not better? You know? Proverbs should be a little cheaper. Yeah. I don't see that happening. But it could be the um the bringing back of it could bring back bridge deals because if i was him i wouldn't i just wouldn't sign a long term deal this summer unless he turns it around drastically between now and the end of the year which again totally possible we're not even at christmas yet who's talking about trading provol that's crazy talk you you don't You don't trade a guy for a bad stretch. That's, like, how you end up with losing Justin Williams. Would it be the worst thing in the world selling off Simmer and Jake and tanking for Jack Hughes? Yeah, we're not getting Jack. Listen, I would love it, but it's... I don't... i still... If you trade Simmer... Simmons hasn't done shit. What would trading him do to change the team? Uh, Seriously. Jake, I, I I just still don't think you'd be bad enough to win the lottery. Hack will not be back next year. I get it, guys, but he's not going to be the coach next year. Anyone saying Trey Proverov is as brain-dead as Homer? Listen, the second half of Holmgren's tenure was trash. <clears throat> but from the time he took the job until... Trade deadline 2010, he was excellent. He did everything he needed to do and then some. Um, of course, again, second half of his tenure, trash. Um, <clears throat> some of that can be blamed on Ed Snyder with the of contract, and some of it can be blamed on Mike Richards being an asshole and Jeff Carter being an asshole. I get it, but he was not good from then on. There will not be a lockout. Oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew. I wish I had your optimism. Put 23 back with 19 and let them figure it out. Can try JVR with them, maybe. He can't be playing four minutes a game. Yeah, I'm reluctant to move guys' positions, but at this point, why not? Uh, They've only used Lindblom as a left winger. Uh, But apparently he played all three positions in Sweden. When people tell me things like that, I often say, like, yeah, and Lane Johnson played quarterback in high school because he was a good enough football player to go to the NFL. Like, some guys, I I get it's two different things, but if you're good enough to play in the NHL, like, he could have probably played defense in Sweden, you know. Um, This isn't that. But I wouldn't. Wouldn't hate it. Uh, I'd like a little more speed, though, on that line, uh, which is why I liked Jake with Blom and Patrick. I thought that gave them a little bit of everything. I gave it, it gave them just a little bit of everything, and they just hit a rough patch after the, uh, after the road trip where they were freaking dominant. But if you could get back to somewhat of that line was with the way the top line is going right now, you'd actually be pretty good. But, you know, we got to get Michael Roffle up in the lineup for some fucking reason. Uh God forbid, Wayne Simmons, who is useless at 5-on-5, five five, he's got to be you know, playing second-line minutes, I guess. All right, guys, I'm running out of steam. I'm going to keep taking your questions as long as I can, though. Uh, who will they give up when Seattle takes I – mean, that's years from now. I have no idea. Eleven shots after two periods is not good. No, it's actually trash. JVR should be on the first line. Uh, There's no place for him. Where are you going to put him? You can put him over the two. You're going to take somebody off the first line who's actually your only line freaking producing right now. There's always a lockout in the NHL. Under Bettman, they've never avoided one. I doubt they're going to do it again. We'll talk lockout. We can both cry into our beverages. I'll see you there, Andrew. Um, Is December 20th a night game? Yeah, I believe it's a Wednesday. Uh, Might be Wednesday night hockey, you know, a.k.a. no longer rivalry night. I don't have the schedule in this room. I don't know why I decided to keep it out of this room, but... Uh, let's look it up real quick. It is a Thursday. Okay, it's uh, Thursday the 20th. Yeah, it's a 7 o'clock game. Uh. Hmm. Aren't power plays supposed to be an advantage for the team with an extra guy? It doesn't seem that way for us. I, I freaking, I, I can't, I can't wrap my head around. Uh, you can have, the, the second unit can be shit. The penalty kill can be shit. All right. Oh, I don't want those things. I'm just saying, whatever, fine. It makes sense because we're not good at those things, even though the penalty kill has been pretty good lately. But you have Claude Giroux, you have Shane Goss despair, You should be good on the power play. That's all there is to it. I don't, I don't care who the other three are. They're interchangeable. You have Giroux and Ghost. Power play should be good. Ghost can't hit the freaking net to save his damn life. That's the other thing. Okay. I guess now's the time to look that up. Uh, Misses tonight. Columbus. All right. So Columbus had 30 shots on net. 11 shots were blocked. And 7 were outright misses. Flyers. 26 shots on goal. 18 were blocked. 13 misses, and that's, I mean, they've had games where they've had, like, 20 misses. I can't even believe it's that low. They must they must have been, they must have been, um, yeah, that must be some hometown scoring there, because I really could have sworn it was, like, back to twenty twenty-five again. I guess they just didn't have the puck enough in the first two periods to miss that many, but this team, man, misses the net so freaking much. Uh, where are you, Ghost? Here you go. Uh... One shot blocked and no misses. That is... I do not believe it. <laughs> I don't believe that to be true. Uh, who? Uh, Sean Couturier, two misses, two shots. Scott Lawton, no shots. No, no blocked. Just two misses. Just missed the net entirely and the only two times he got it close to the net. No big deal, guys. I just, <clears throat> it just drives me insane. I get it's harder than it looks. Like... Oh, my God, you have all this. You missed. Like, they're picking a spot. I get it. But, man, sometimes you just need to shoot for a rebound. Get it to the net and figure out what to do after that. What is the point of having Wayne Simmons and JVR if you're not going to freaking let them do their thing down low? G finally hit that top corner, though. I got no complaints about the way Claude Drew's been playing this year. I, I, pff, all the shit that's wrong with this team, Claude Drew is the least of my worries. <laughs> Only team we know we can handle are the Pens. That might have been a wake-up call for the Penguins. They uh, came out and beat Colorado the other night, and I think they won again tonight. Bill, did you read LeBron's How to Fix the NHL article? He suggested regulation wins should be three points. Uh, Cup finals should be wrapped up by May 31st, and free agency should start on Sunday of draft weekend. Some interesting ideas. What are your thoughts? One day I'll get around to my um, complete, like if Bill was commissioner list of things I would do, but that's all good. Um, Three points for a regulation win or just, No points for any sort of loss. Uh, Either one is fine with me. If you want to keep the loser point, then regulation wins should be worth more or just get rid of the loser point entirely. Um, No problem with that. But, uh, yeah, I I got a lot of ideas about what I would do with the league. I'll get around to, like, writing them down or doing a podcast about all of them one day. Uh, Maybe that'll be, like, a summer project. Well, maybe I'll wait for the next lockout. Really, really hit it home now. All right, guys. uh, Any more comments, questions here? Which is worse, the way the Flyers are playing or the way WWE is booking its shows? Listen, John, Raw is absolutely terrible. I will not argue with that. But I love SmackDown right now. It's great. And NXT is the best thing in pro wrestling as far as I'm concerned. I really hope that Sanheim is out on power play two after night. Kid has potential to be a true number one. Hey man, we all thought uh, <clears throat> we all thought when he was drafted that that was going to kind of be his thing. You know, you have Ghost, and at this point, I know you don't want to take Ghost off the top power play, but uh, man, give Sanheim some reps somewhere. You know, just give him some time somewhere. Let him like show him that your improvement will be rewarded, like. You're outplaying most of your peers. Therefore, you will play more than them, or you will get some sort of reward, whether it's power play time or what the fuck ever, man. Like, uh, (laughs) he gets the first beer after games? I don't know, but give him something. Uh, line up, shake up. There's so much, like, there's only so much shaking up you can do with the lines. Like, the guys who are here just have to be better. I, you know? Dave Hackstall can't make Nolan Patrick be good, you know? He can make Oscar Lindblom not play five minutes with Dale Weiss and fucking Yuri Laterra. But, uh, you know. Uh, I'm dying here, guys. Um, we're gonna wrap it up in just a second. I don't like it, but how do you feel about JVR Couturier, Konechny, Jeru, Patrick Voracek? Probably worth a shot. Um, probably worth, I, you know, of everything. Of everything I've seen floated out there, TJ, that's not the worst. Definitely not the worst. Uh, Fletch lives. We'll try to bring in a goalie. Who available would be an upgrade with the exception of Bob. Um, you know, maybe Corey Crawford or something like that. If you want to take on... How much does he have left? I don't think it's a ton on Crawford's deal left. Maybe a year or two. Where are you, Chicago? But... It's not like Chicago is... Well, yeah. Yeah, they could use some cap space. All right, where are you? This year and one more, it's $6 million for Crawford. I wouldn't hate it, but he's got the injury history and everything. Uh, uh, you know. What do you think of Hockey Buzz saying we were after Pareco? Yeah, man, if you can get Colton Pareko, but it's hockey buzz, so eh, it's kind of just for entertainment. <laughs> uh, some of the uh, Meltzer's musings on there and everything is good, but like if it's Eklund, eh, it is what it is. It's just rumors, rumor and innuendo, as they say. <laughs> uh, all depends on the price for. Pre- I don't even really care about price unless it's like. Uh, unless it's Provorov, I'm like, okay. (laughs) I don't really care about the price for Pareko, to be honest with you. You could get him. That'd be awesome. Uh, I just don't think that's a realistic thing. All right, guys, we're at 48 minutes here. We went a lot longer than I thought we would. I'm going to wrap it up. That is all the time we have for you. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on wherever you find podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, all sorts of places. Um, Come out and support us. The twentieth at uh at the game we'll be there we will be at the Ed Snyder Youth Hockey Foundation table uh working for working to spread awareness for their charity and handing out goodies like keychains and stuff so we'll be there for you then and our festivist party is December twenty third at Tavern on Broad the same location as our last draft party Tavern on Broad uh, December twenty third so be there for that. Uh, because it's always a good time. We had an amazing time at the Festivus party last year, um, and it was the beginning of first line Travis Konechny and the beginning of Provorov and Goss's pair as a pair, and all those things worked out, at least that year. Uh, It's still working out for Konechny on the top line. The Provorov and Ghost pair need to get it going. Maybe that'll be the day, so come out and hang out with us that night. All right, I'm done. Uh, Have a great night, everybody. Hello.